Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I am Jill. So good to be here with you on this sixth day of February. Welcome, everybody. We are working our way, uh, just getting into a brand new month, but well in our way into the book of Exodus. And we are going to just pick right up there today from where we left off yesterday, reading Exodus chapters 22, 23, and 24. And we are getting into the laws that are being established to this chosen people that God has called and set apart and has entered into covenant with uh, three, I want to say three, I may be wrong on that, three generations uh, of men who have led and are leading this people. And I don't want to get too far ahead because we're you're just going to be reading these laws for a bit. Uh, but I was interestingly enough talking to my daughter, China, who, if you're new, uh, she started the Daily Audio Bible Chronological Podcast, and she is stepping away for maternity leave with her second daughter and just taking much needed time to be such an incredible mom. But we were talking today about the laws of the Old Covenant, which we are in the Old Testament, which predates Jesus, who ultimately comes to be Emmanuel, God with us. But prior to him coming and fulfilling the new law, and I know if you're new, you're like, what in the world are you talking about? We have to understand Old Testament laws, which we are currently in right now. What I was talking with China about today is how often we get into and pick apart one specific law out of all of these and focus on that one thing. And we do that because it's our conviction or it's our moral code or whatever you might want to call that just personal belief. Uh, but we have to understand context because we can take one particular law out of hundreds of others and disregard all of the other ones to focus on one and then wonder why other people are not following this conviction that we are so passionate about. And then we can get really narrowed in and tripped up on this one particular covenant or law that we can get so passionate about. So we must understand that these laws given from God to Moses to give to the Israelites are establishing a community of people, a culture that has never been established before. And God has been clear in his promises of what he will deliver to these people. If they will be his people, he will be their God. So as we go through these laws, you might be like, seriously that's in there <laughs> it is but it's again important to understand that these laws are for a specific people in a specific time in history and for a specific place in that time context is everything and these laws are rigorous they are meticulous so maybe we can understand that the tediousness of these laws and adhering and following them are required to be a peculiar people, a people set apart, a people that God will claim as his own 
and provide the results of what has been promised from three generations. So we're going to be here for a while and there's probably not a lot of commentary to talk about afterwards. So I just wanted to preface this as we move through these laws over the next day or so. Exodus chapter 22. This week we're reading the Evangelical Heritage Version. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and butchers it or sells it, he shall pay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, the one who kills him shall not be guilty of bloodshed. But if this takes place after sunrise, the one who kills him shall be guilty of bloodshed. A thief shall make restitution. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If the stolen animal found in his possession is alive, whether it is an ox, donkey, or sheep, he shall repay double. If a man is grazing livestock in a field or a vineyard, and he lets his animals run loose, and they graze in another man's field, he shall make restitution from his own field on the basis of the produce that was eaten. But if they have grazed over the whole field, he shall make restitution from the best of his own field and from the best of his own vineyard. If a fire gets out of control and spreads through the thorn bushes so that someone else's shocks of grain, standing grain, or grain field are consumed, the one who lit the fire must certainly make restitution. If a man entrusts money or other items to his neighbor for safekeeping and they are stolen out of that man's house, if the thief is found, he shall repay double. If the thief is not found, then the owner of the house shall appear before the judges to find out whether he has laid his hands on the neighbor's goods. In every such offense, whether it involves an ox, a donkey, a sheep, clothing, or any other kind of lost property about which someone claims, this is mine, the claims of both parties shall be presented before the judges. Whichever party the judges find guilty shall repay double to his neighbor. If a man entrusts a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or any animal to his neighbor for safekeeping, and it dies, or is injured, or is driven off, and no one sees what happened, to settle the matter between them, the man who received the property must make an oath to the Lord that he has not laid his hands on his neighbor's goods. Its owner must accept the oath, and the man who received the property shall not be required to make restitution. But if, in fact, it was stolen while in his custody, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it was torn in pieces by animals, let him bring it for evidence. He is not required to make good that which was torn. If a man borrows anything from his neighbor and it is injured or dies while its owner is not with it, the borrower must certainly make restitution. If its owner is with it, the borrower will not be required to make restitution. If it was rented, the rent covers the loss. If a man seduces a virgin who is not pledged in marriage and lies down with her, he must pay a bride price for her to be his wife. If her father flatly refuses to give her to him, the offender still must weigh out silver equivalent to the bride price for virgins. You shall not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever lies down with an animal shall certainly be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god except to the Lord alone shall be devoted to destruction. You shall not wrong a resident alien or oppress him, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. You shall not take advantage of any widow or fatherless child. If you take advantage of them in any way, and they make even the faintest cry to me, 
I will surely hear their cry, and my anger will burn, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives will be widows, and your children fatherless. If you lend money to anyone among my people who is poor, you must not act like a moneylender. You must not charge him interest. If you take your neighbor's outer garment as collateral, you must restore it to him before the sun goes down, for his garment is the only cover he has for his skin. What would he sleep in? Be assured that when he cries to me, I will hear, for I am gracious. You shall not malign the judges nor curse a ruler of your people. You shall not delay bringing offerings from your abundant harvests and from your overflowing wine vats. You shall present the firstborn of your sons to me. You shall do the same with your cattle and with your sheep. For seven days a newborn animal shall be with its mother. Then on the eighth day you shall present it to me. You are to be men set apart as holy for me. So you shall not eat any flesh that is torn by wild animals. You shall cast it to the dogs. You shall not spread a false report. Do not join hands with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You shall not follow a crowd to do evil. Do not go along with the crowd by testifying in court to pervert justice. You shall not show favoritism to a poor man in his lawsuit. If you come upon your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you certainly must bring it back to him again. If you see that the donkey of someone who hates you has fallen down under its load, do not pass him by. You certainly must help him with it. You shall not deny justice to the poor people among you in their lawsuits. Keep your distance from a false charge. Do not put those who are innocent and those who are righteous to death, for I will not acquit the wicked. You shall not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who have sight and distorts the words of the righteous. You shall not oppress a resident alien, for you know how it feels to be an alien because you were aliens in the land of Egypt. For six years you shall sow your land and gather in its produce. But during the seventh year, you are to let it rest and lie fallow, so that the needy among your people may eat, and the animals in the fields can eat what they leave. You are to deal with your vineyard and with your olive grove in the same way. Six days you shall do your work, and on the seventh day you shall rest, so that your ox and your donkey will have rest, and so that the son of your female servant and the resident alien will be refreshed. Be careful to do all the things that I have said to you, do not mention the name of other gods. Do not let their names come out of your mouth. Three times a year you shall observe pilgrimage festivals for me. You shall observe the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days you shall eat bread without yeast, as I commanded you, at the appointed time in the month of Abib. For during that month you came out from Egypt. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Next observe the festival of reaping by presenting the first ripe produce of your labors which you sow in the field. Finally, observe the festival of ingathering at the end of the year when you pick the fruits of your labors from the fields. Three times a year all your males shall appear before the Lord God. You shall not offer any bread made with yeast together with the blood of my sacrifices. None of the fat from my festival shall remain until morning. The very first produce from your soil you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a baby goat in its mother's milk. Look, I will send an angel before you to guard you on your way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Pay attention to him, listen to his voice. Do not provoke him because he will not pardon your disobedience from my name is in him. But if you carefully listen to his voice and carry out all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. 
Yes, my angel shall go ahead of you and bring you into the territory of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Then I will cut them off. You shall not bow down to their gods. Do not serve them or follow their practices, but you must completely overthrow them and demolish their sacred memorial stones. You shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from your midst. No one will miscarry or be childless in your land. I will grant you the full number of your days. I will send my terror before you, and I will spread confusion among all the people to whom you come, and I will make all your enemies turn their backs and flee from you, and I will send the hornet ahead of you. I will drive out the Hivites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites from your presence. I will not drive them out from before you in a single year, or the land will become desolate, and the wild animals would become too numerous for you. As you advance, I will drive them out little by little, until you have grown in number and take possession of the land. I will establish your border from the Red Sea all the way to the Mediterranean Sea, and from the wilderness to the river. So I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. You shall not make a treaty with them or with their gods. They are not to dwell in your land, or they will make you sin against me, because if you serve their gods, this will surely be a trap for you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, along with Nadab and Abihu and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship me from a distance. Only Moses is allowed to come near the Lord, but the others are not to come near, and the people are not to go up with him. Moses came and reported to the people all the words of the Lord and to all the ordinances. Then all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has spoken we will do. Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He got up early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain. He set up twelve memorial stones for the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young Israelite men who offered whole burnt offerings and sacrificed fellowship offerings of cattle to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and he splashed half of the blood on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it out loud to the people, and they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, we will obey. Moses took the blood and splashed it on the people. He said, Look, here is the blood of the covenant, which the Lord made with you by means of all these words. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up. They saw the God of Israel. Under his feet, they saw what looked like a pavement of sapphire as clear as the sky. The Lord did not lay his hand on the dignitaries of the people of Israel. They gazed at God, and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain, wait there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commands that I have written, so that you can teach them. Moses set out with his assistant, Joshua, and went up onto the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Look, here are Aaron and Hur. They will be with you. Whoever is involved in a dispute can go to them. Moses went up onto the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered the mountain for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses out of the middle of the cloud. The appearance of the glory of the Lord looked like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. 
Moses entered into the middle of the cloud and climbed up the mountain. Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, so the laws are being established and we hear some things in there. We're like, yeah, that's really good. Even with remembering this is for a specific place and time and people, uh, that's applicable. We could hold on to that, such as chapter 23, you shall not spread a false report. Do not join hands with the wicked to be a malicious witness. We can really get in this place and time in our lives and think that, that we may be the only people that this speaks to. The culture that has lived generation to generation to generation previous to us have never experienced this. Or we can think it's worse now than it has ever been in history as if we know, <laughs> as if we know what it was like 100 years ago, let alone 500 years ago, let alone 5,000 years ago. But the wisdom rings true. Do not spread false report. How often do we spread things that we have no basis for? If it's not true, then it's false. How fast does bad news travel? Far, <laughs> far more quickly than good news. If I were zapped every time I lived from assumption, I would probably walk and talk with a bit of a twitch. I have to catch myself in assumptions and the stories that I've made in my mind that I have deemed as truth constantly. It is a constant battle. And unfortunately, information, whether it's true or false, tends to make us feel and look powerful far more powerful than we actually are or could ever be perceived. So I mentioned this today, just that as we read this and we remember the context, uh, we're looking for anything that we can stick, adhere to. And I think that's pretty sticky. It's pretty applicable to take with us. So we pause here today. We will turn the page tomorrow and see how the continuation of this culture is formed. Jesus, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word. Thank you for being present in and through your word. Thank you for being with us, among us, within us, around us. Thank you for never leaving us. From generation to generation to generation, your word is true and it is applicable. And I pray that we would be hearers and doers of your word. I pray this all in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. That's the website. That's the free app. Check it out and take a look around if you haven't. If you didn't know, there is a store at the website. And we house and have crafted, curated just some really beautiful and special gifts to enhance your journey through the Bible. Coffees, teas, journals. You can grab a t-shirt, a hoodie, a hat to promote the Daily Audio Bible and tell your friends that do not know or somebody, maybe a believer that's never been through the word. How great would it be if everyone that professes to be a believer in Jesus took the time to actually read what the Word of God says. That's the goal here. And 
the greater goal is deeper intimacy with God through his word. So lots of different ways for you to help us get the word out, just to encourage people to go through the word together, alone if you want to, and in community if you want to. If you would like to partner with us here at The Daily Audio Bible, thank you to each and every partnership. We could not do this without you. We are so thankful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, D-A-B, P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174, or utilizing that mobile app, hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner, and lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800 583 2164 and lastly utilizing the mobile app again hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner you have two minutes on the prayer line and once your message is finished hit send turn the wheel to chronological and it will get to the right place that's going to do it for me today we'll turn the page together tomorrow and continue in the book of exodus i'm jill until tomorrow love one another Hi, it's Alta Lee uh, Hallie on the 31st, and I heard this lady from upstate New York. Oh, sweet sister, you have a lot going, going on in your life. Father, I just pray that you'd help with these surgeries. I pray that <clears throat> they won't be as uh, involved as she thinks, and you'll bring your, your amazing healing power. I pray her about the man she divorced and um, <clears throat> and uh, they're getting along better than ever. I just uh, I pray that you could uh, still save this relationship and they could um, serve you in a godly way together. <clears throat> I also pray for a home for her, a place for her to live and just a loving environment. I just lift all these things up to you, Jesus, and I just thank you, God. Thank you so much. Hello, DAB Chronological fam. This is His Broken Daughter in Lubbock, Texas. Um, I'm requesting prayer for myself. I, my mother passed a few weeks ago, and we are leaving on Saturday for three days, including the Celebration of Life service near Austin, Texas. And I have been estranged from some of my family members for about 20 years. So, um, it will be a challenge. I ask you to join me in prayer if you would. I'm, <coughs> I'm fasting and praying for God's wisdom um, because I believe that the Lord wants to, I believe this is the year of healing and restoration um, in many areas of my life, not just relationships, but also in my health and in my finances. So I ask you to believe with me for those. Um, I thank you so much for your prayers. I, I thank you, Jill and Brian and the entire Harden family for all of the work that you do for this community and providing um, God's word for us to listen for those of us who just don't enjoy reading anymore because the print's too small. But um, thank you so much. And please um, lift me up in your prayers as I struggle with the grief of losing my mother Oh, all of the things that lie ahead. Thank you so much, family. Good morning, DABC. My name is Tamika. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, also known as the Green Warrior Princess. 
I am calling today with a praise report and I hope it encourages someone out there. Last year I started DABC. Um, I was referred to by my cousin. So this is my second year. But when I started, I came on with a prayer request, and that was to receive a kidney. At that time, I was on dialysis. I was diagnosed with lupus over 25 years ago, and lupus nephritis destroyed my kidney. And everyone from all over the globe called and prayed, called my name, encouraged me, gave me testimonies about people who no longer have lupus and are healed. And I'm here to say today that I received a new kidney on June 3rd of 2023. This month, February, today is February 1st. On February 3rd, it will be eight months that I have my new kidney. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your prayers. The prayers of the righteous availeth much. And I'm going to pray for all who are on dialysis, all who are waiting for a kidney, even all who have chronic illnesses that have to do with your organs. But I just want to say thank you to this community. You don't know how much you mean to me. You are my life source. I love listening to the uh, to the scriptures every day. And I appreciate the prayers. I love listening to the prayers. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you, God. And you guys have a wonderful, blessed day.